I love the sequence. By the way, Mark, I've become such a fan. This is a fantastic sequence. Isn't it? It kind of shows you uh, the places in the world of Westeros that the story takes place in, and it changes and expands as, as the story does. Indeed, Mark, if you were to go to Westeros, you would only need to take this with you. You'd simply take the opening sequence with you. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it into your sat-nav. Yeah, straight in. <laughs> Turn left at the wall. <laughs> I guess we should introduce ourselves. Welcome to the uh, audio commentary for this episode of The King's Road. I'm Mark Addy, speaking from a studio in London. Lena Headey, who plays Cersei Lannister. I'm Nikolai Costa-Waldo. I play Jamie Lannister, and I'm sitting in a studio in Copenhagen. I love the music too, it's fucking great. It is. You'd play this in, in, in the car on your way to Westeros. Absolutely. <laughs> that of course was the stag of the House Baratheon and the Lion of the Lannisters. Now, I believe, was this Belfast? I think it was, yeah. yeah. I think it was, yeah. Although a lot of the Dothraki sequences were shot in uh, Malta. Malta, yeah. I don't know about you guys, one of the best things about watching this was to see this whole world that I had no idea what this would look like. And then, I mean, that's just brilliant. You need to drink, child. Absolutely. We're really only... Uh, you only got to see anything that in, involved your character and uh, the world that, that, that they inhabit. So to see a, a completely different society. The Dothraki have two things in abundance. Grass and horses. People can't live on grass. A bit more enthusiasm, Amelia. It's delicious. <laughs> can't get enough of that dried horse meat. No. <laughs> There are fields of ghost grass with stalks as pale as milk that glow in the night. Murders all. You know they were all freezing at this point. Absolutely. believed that one day it'll cover everything. That's the way the world will end. I love their relationship, Sajora and Danny's relationship, and it kind of just gets more and more intriguing. Did you see the last episode, Mark? I haven't seen the last one yet. Oh, no. so good. I've become uh, addicted to it. It's uh, terrific stuff. It is really. I sort of want you to come back, though. It might have to be as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you promised a visit. I by did. the way, weather, weather. Fucking holding you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, it's, it's the catering. This is just a shot of that Belfast catering. catering. <laughs> I 
Isn't this her first job, more or less, Emilia's? Yeah. Yeah, she's recently out of drama school, and she's just annoyingly a, good, huh? A terrific uh, performance. Amelia's journey is so extreme. You see this, and then I sat and watched the last episode, and she's just spectacular in that final episode. Yeah, she makes a huge turnaround. Yeah, it's a, it's extraordinary. And Harry's just a shit. Oh, he's, he's probably the first shit we get introduced to, really. Yes. <laughs> Under my reign, you won't be punished for such nonsense. You can rest just want to slap him. He's all right, but he's not really that watchable. <laughs> he's irritatingly great. My mother's been looking for you. Oh, second shit. <laughs> Before you go, you will call on Lord and Lady Stark and offer your sympathies. What good will my sympathies do then? That's your son. Or did I say your son? <clears throat> <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Favorite moment coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Did you see that YouTube thing? Does us all of you. No, <laughs> ten minutes of just this. I'm telling mother. Go. Tell her. But first you will get to Lord and Lady Stark. He's so great. He's so brilliantly odd. He's wonderful. And uh, he was learning to smoke a pipe. He was. I know. But strangely incongruous. Auntie is studying what? Theology, right? Yeah, I believe he's, uh, yeah. If he forgets, be a good dog and remind him. Ah, time for breakfast. Bread. And two of those little breakfast with the Lannisters. And a mug of dark beer to wash it down. And bacon burnt black. <laughs> Little brother. Beloved There's siblings. the beautiful Lannister. And? And the drag queen. <laughs> Apparently not. I think this is a fantastic scene because it just nails the family. Also, this was a scene they added, right? Because this is the only scene where we actually... All three of us together. Yeah. For for years and years, I guess. I'm going such pain. Only the gods know for certain. All the rest of us can do is pray. I love this though because you see that you and Pete have got a connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a mutual enjoyment of each other. The intrepid men of the night's watch. And and then you guys just do not get along. No. You you really despise him, don't you? Yeah. The whores would go begging from dawn to Casterly Rock. No, I just want to stand on top of the wall and piss off the edge of the world. <laughs> I don't think there are many people that Cersei doesn't despise. <laughs> I think... <laughs> that's... 
She loves her son. It's it, it, very short. Understandably. <laughs> well, even if the boy lives, it'd be a cripple, grotesque. Give me a good, clean death any day. Speaking for the grotesques, I'd have to disagree. Death is so final, whereas life, ah, life is full of possibilities. I hope the boy does wake. I'd be very interested to hear what he has to say. My dear brother, there are times you make me wonder whose side you're on. My dear brother, you wound me. You know how much I love my family. Oh, I love her. She's so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Just brilliant. A little Isaac. Everyone's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's wonderful. Is this a, a scene that was written by David and Dan? Yeah. This was a scene I auditioned with. I lost my first boy. Little black-haired beauty. He was a fighter, too. Tried to beat the fever that took him. And I know there's a lot of people asking whether or not it's a real, you know, she's lying to Catelyn or she is, uh, it's a truthful uh. memory. Robert was crazed, beat his hands, oh, on the what, what is it? What do you think? You know, I've been completely shot down for my take on Cersei. Weird as I'm playing her. But um, I do believe that she, in her naivety and youth, absolutely loved Robert and thought that this was going to change her world. And she did lose a child. And I think her maternal ferocity is vast and that that really, really killed a bit of her. But when she goes here and uses that, that's pretty... Yeah, of course, there's a huge protection for her living children, you know what I mean? Like, she's not stupid. But she's telling the truth, basically. I think there's a little bit of acting. And I think, you know, at one point she was not unlike Sansa. I pray to the mother every morning and night that she return your child to you. I am grateful. Perhaps this time she'll listen. That's the, uh, actually the armourer, playing the armourer. Tommy Dunn, right, who was the, the main guy? That's right, Tommy and Boyd. I already have one. Good man. Have you swung it yet? Of course I have. This is another added scene, because they wanted Jamie to meet Jon Snow or the other way around. I really like this scene. It's a great scene. You're so antagonistic. <laughs> Such a shit. Well, he's not really, is he? I mean, oh, come no, on. Of course he's not. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Let me thank you ahead of time. You're guarding us all from the perils beyond the Jamie does understand Jon Snow. I mean, he's he's kind of made the same choice by, by joining the King's Guard. Yeah, yeah. Good. Strong men like you protecting us. We've guarded the kingdoms for 8,000 years. We already? Have you taken your vows then? Soon enough. Give my regards to the Night's Watch. I'm sure it will be thrilling to serve in such an elite force. And if not, it's only for life. If everything's so extreme, isn't it? That's what I love about this world. I mean, yeah. You make a choice and it's just, it's for life. That's just amazing. Oh, the dire wolf. It's not really a dire wolf, Nick. Really? Yeah. Don't say that. Sorry to shatter your dreams. <laughs> it's a hybrid of a Malamute plus a Husky, I believe. I don't know, but they kept them away from us. Here comes... The shining star of Maisie. Nymeria, gloves. She's heartbreaking. It's fantastic. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Impressive. Shut up. Nymeria, gloves. In Belfast, you remember those dogs? You oh. always heard them in, in the tent going, oh. I know. And then you saw, you would meet Kit and he would go, oh, I just did another scene with us. Bloody <laughs> dogs. God's sake. <laughs> I remember that one of the dog wranglers saying, they are afraid of the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Bodes yeah. well for the series. Be careful you don't cut yourself. You're so skinny. So are you. I had the blacksmith make it for you special. I won't hack a man's head off, but it can poke him full of holes if you're quick. Ah, oh, needle. Needle. You have to work at it every day. How's it feel? Do you like the balance? I think so. First lesson, sticking with the pointy end. I know which end to use. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. Careful. I love the contrast, like the Starks and their moral strength, you know what I mean, and family. Yeah. Compared to... And being honest about your emotions. Being honest and real and honourable. And then... We have that other family. The blonde shits. I've got a needle of my own. <laughs> what, what's your great line, Mark? Oh, that's a good question. I think you say blonde-haired shits or something. I kind of love that. Came to say goodbye to Bran. You've said it. And this relationship's fantastic. Or lack of. Absolutely. With with very little explanation, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. I wish I could be here but it, it tells a huge story. I'm going north with Uncle Benjamin. I'm taking the black. I know we always talked about seeing the wall together. 
but you'll be able to come visit me at Castle Black when you're better. I'll know my way around by then. I'll be a sworn brother of the Night's Watch. We can go out walking beyond the wall if you're not afraid. The wall looks just incredible, yeah. isn't it? Mind, I love it every time we kind of journey to that place. It does make me want to go for a visit. I want you to leave. Was it Tim who directed these? These first two it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it Tim was. Tim Van yeah. I really liked him. I love the TVP. I think Michelle was crying for about two days in that room. It's heartbreaking that episode when she finds she's lost him. It's a really beautiful scene. Very subtle, but powerful. Seventeen years ago, you rode off with Robert Baratheon. You came back a year later with another woman's son. And now you're leaving again. I have no choice. That's what men always say when honor calls. That's what you tell your families, tell yourselves. Mark, did you and Sean, did you go to drama school together or did you just know each other from beforehand? Or how was we, it? Were, we were at drama school at the same time. We were in different uh, years, but we did a... A trilogy together a couple of years ago, the Red Riding trilogy. Yeah. So we uh, kind of reacquainted ourselves then. And both being from the north, we kind of, uh, we get on very well. I miss you too, I tell you. Uh, we had some laughs. We had some laughs. <laughs> you know, them brothers, I tell you. <laughs> soap on a rope still fucking cracks me up. Soap on a rope. And then Sean would just nick my sandwiches. Yeah. You, have you finished with that? Uh, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> he said goodbye to Bran. He's not going to die. I know it. You Starks are hard to kill. My mother. She was very kind. Oh, good. Next time I see you. Oh, Rob Stark. Two. Ugly, young Ugly, men. unattractive. They're, they're very ordinary, really. They're very ordinary. ordinary. Yeah, and then putting fur around them just makes it worse. Also, the whole CGI, I mean, like this image, you just it's just seamless, isn't it? The way you just added that. Mm-hmm. Was it Winterfell in the background there? Yeah, it gives you a whole uh, 
idea of the, you know, the scale of the countryside. You wouldn't want to be walking, would you? You'd want a horse at this oh, point. Get on the cart. Get on the cart. <laughs> Just jump on the cart. Do you remember when we shot the pilot? When you when we arrived at the yeah. <laughs> at Windsor, you trying to get the cart through that tiny doorway. <laughs> that was like a oh. jackass moment. That <laughs> really was. Oh, I had to step out without throwing up. Right. Wheels come <laughs> off. The wheels come off. Yeah. Is my mother alive? Does she know about me? Where I am? Where I'm going? Does she care? The next time we see each other, we'll talk about your mother. Hmm? I promise. Yeah, don't make promises you can't keep. Don't lose your head. Wow, that's rough, Nick. I know. This is country. There was a version in. in we were running late this day, and, and when you're shooting this scene, when you see he looks up there, that was meant to be me at the end of that look. That's right, yes. But but uh, just running out of time. What was great about that? Then they instead of that, they wrote another scene with me and Jory when I was carting you. Mark, you're really wonderful. Yes, oh. I love it. Absolutely love it. That's very kind. No, it's true. I ain't bullshitting you. <laughs> I love you and you and short my my husband Pete always says he the relationship between you two is one of his favourites. Like he just loves it. Oh, it's a good isn't it, you know. Because you hate a, each other in real life. So we absolutely loathe each other. Yeah. Oh, you told me once. Uh, Meryl, your bastard's mother. Wyler. That's it. She must have been a rare wench to make Lord Eddard Stark forget his honour. You never told me what she looked like. No, will I? Do you eat or drink something in every scene, Mark, we're I think? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. If we were going to go back home again. You're too hard on yourself. Delicious dried berries. You always have been. I swear, if I weren't your king, you'd have hit me already. Worst thing about your coronation. I'll never get to hit you again. Trust me, that's not the worst thing. I mean, this was a scene that David and Dan created. Yeah. There was a rider in the night. There's a lot of riding in the night. It's either a rider or a raven. It's a raven. Can we send her a wedding gift? A knife, perhaps a good sharp one. An AT&T raven. Man to wield it. She's little more than a child. Oh. Soon enough that child will spread... This is another interesting theme, this whole thing about... Daenerys. Would they... Well, the king's point is that we kill this woman, we'll, we might save thousands and thousands of lives. Of course, he has a personal grudge as well, but... Mm-hmm. You can't get your hands on this one, can you? This Carl Drogo... 
It's said he has a hundred thousand men in his hold. Even a million Dothrakia no threat to the realm. As long as they remain on the other side of the narrow sea. They have no ships, Robert. There are still those in the Seven Kingdoms who call And Eddard just keeps making bad choices. And then sticks with them. Yeah. He will not cross. He might find you with some dragons. <laughs> but what of all these choices was the worst, do you think? Which one was like where you go, why did you do that? His sort of stubborn pride. I think the point where he actually thinks he can trust you or gives you a, a chance to get away, where he says, I know the truth, that's such a mistake. about that <laughs> just look at the eggs <laughs> seeing the end the final episode ma- makes that much easier to take because she just becomes such a goddess given a choice, no doubt. Castration or the wall? Most choose the knife. Not impressed by your new brothers? I think all the out-of-family relationships almost more interesting, you know what I mean, when these members of different clans get together. Yeah. Yeah, two totally different dynamics playing against each other. Yeah. Why'd you read so much? Look at me and tell me what you see. Is this a trick? What you see is a dwarf. If I had been born a peasant, they might have left me out in the woods to die. Alas, I was born a Lannister of Casterly Rock. Things are expected of me. My father was the hand of the king for 20 years. Until your brother killed that king. Yes, until my brother killed him. Life is full of these little ironies. My sister married the new king and my repulsive nephew will be king after him. I like the fact that Peter's take on Jamie slaying the king, I mean, he in a way agrees with me and he understood that it was actually a good thing that I killed the mad king. And clearly we see Jon Snow's, you know, it was, again, out of his family, this most dishonourable thing to do. <laughs> That's right. As a member of the King's Guard. Oh, no, how could you break your heart? Yeah. And you? What's your story, bastard? And, of course, in the final episode, he's about to break his oath, I think. 
That's right. Yeah. Who, John? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful scene. I actually cried. <laughs> <laughs> when they all all the boys came after him, but they stood yeah. around. They they yeah. reset the oath. Remind him that that relationship of men is just. I don't know what it is about men bonding and growing and having each other's, but there's something just sort of nostalgic and moving about it. And the boys they've got on the wall are just brilliant. Yeah, terrific. And the idea of taking an oath that restricts you from anything. <laughs> Anything, really, other than being stuck at the top of this wall for the rest of your life. Yeah. And being, having stark blood, which means that, you know, you shouldn't break any oath. Yeah, and also <laughs> that naivety of young men and the want to prove their strength. Yeah. And yeah. so you jump in and you're like, I'm going to save the world. And then you realise what the fuck you're missing. <laughs> But also that whole romantic notion that Jon Snow has yeah. about joining the wall, that this is such a, a great thing to do for honourable men. Well, he wants to prove himself. Huh? He wants to show that he's honourable and find somewhere that he belongs. It's like he believes the advertising, in a way. You know what I mean? It's like, the army needs you. Do, you, do something good. And then, of course, the reality is that there's just rapers and, and you know, the other kids there... Did not want to go. There are several other appointments that require. That's great that he gets to the opportunity to to learn that before he actually gets there. He goes, oh, these are the people that I'm going to be stuck with. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> but then he gets Samuel, who's like his best mate in the world. That's true. I do. When was the last time you left this room? I also lo love that howling. You know what I mean? It just makes you feel like the vastness that's outside there, the wilderness up in this land. It is the north, literally. It is, yeah. yeah. He follows me around all day, clutching my leg, crying. Close the windows, I can't stand it. Please make them stop. That was what it was like in the caravans on the set. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm trying to eat my bacon sandwich. It's 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, this is great. No one's supposed to be here. What a face. It's a mercy. He's dead already. Valerian steel. No. Ow. Yeah. Uh, uh, ow. Not the blade, Michelle. Direwolf to the rescue. Tell you they're fucking handy to have around. They are, oh, really. But try and, and and play that scene without sound. It just becomes a little dog playing with the uh. I love Michelle Fairley. Oh yeah. Brilliant. 
Oh, and some more catering shots. <laughs> oh, Khaleesi. Have you ever seen a dragon? Dragon gone, Khaleesi. Everywhere. Ah, in the east, no dragon. Brave men kill them. It is known. Those eggs are never going to boil in unless they put a bit more heat under them, really. Dragon egg omelette. <laughs> that once there were two moons in the sky, but one wandered too close to the sun and it cracked from the heat. Out of it poured a thousand. See, this whole thing, watching it as a fan, which I do. Moon is no egg. And the egg, the whole egg scenario. And then suddenly in the last step, you just get the biggest, juiciest payoff when you see them. <laughs> and they're just incredible. And Amelia looks magnificent in her nakedness, you know what I mean, standing there. Yeah, yeah. It's hugely empowering. It's a real uh, fantastic moment. Men like to talk when they're happy. Before your brother bought me for you, it was my job to make me. All his servants are so unattractive. They are very plain, aren't they? Look, next to Amelia. <laughs> Nine. I did not touch a man for three years, Khaleesi. First, you must learn. Now, in the books, the character of Danny is 13, which is uh, kind of tricky to show... Uh, her character progression, if you had cast a 13-year-old, it's sort yes. of... And I think, you know, the wedding night, episode one, was so disturbing, and then just a, You don't want to imagine that with a 13-year-old actress. No, no, no. 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 Ah, uh, here we go. Welcome. Goosebumps. Men look so good, Dirty. Look at that. <laughs> can, you, can you just say that again? <laughs> Dirty men are good. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I've just got to say one thing, because costumes are fantastic, right? As we all know. The helmets make me giggle. <laughs> a little bit Monty Python. They're a little bit Monty Python. It's superb. Michelle's fucking brilliant. The round helmets crap me up. Now, this is a scene of a previous crime. Double misdemeanour. Yeah. The crime against humanity, really. Uh, Twincest, which is a lovely phrase. It's a great phrase. It's wincest. The attempted murder of the loveliest young boy we know. What I am about to tell you must remain between us. I don't think Bran fell from that tower. You'd be right. <laughs> I think he was thrown. The boy was always sure-footed before. Ron's Someone pigtails have slipped, haven't they? Twice. 
I murder an innocent child. Oh, Alfie. Alfie, Alan. It's Theon. Alfie. Yeah. I don't know. But I would stake my life the Lannisters are involved. We already have reason to suspect their loyalty to the Crown. There was a scene, was that an episode one where the three boys are standing naked, being shaved or something? <laughs> well, that was an added scene because we had to reshoot some of the pilot and then suddenly they had beards and they had to explain why they were clean shaven, so they added this scene. But what was fantastic was these boys were so worried about... Competitive about how you know, to look the strongest, the most buff. And there was one day that the, the, the scene was scheduled and Alfie hadn't eaten for two days. <laughs> and he was like delirious. And then he'd, he'd been told by his trainer that if you drink a glass of wine, it will make your muscles go even you know, more. The definition will be strong. So he was drinking wine. He was sitting in his trailer all day and then the scene was pushed. Too large a party attracts unwanted attention. I drink wine, really, mainly for muscle definition. Mainly for muscle. <laughs> it's better than protein, I think. You should drink it before and after working out. Enduring. <laughs> yeah. I have prayed to the seven for more than a month. Bran's life is in their hands now. Now, I love Michelle, but if you woke up to that, <laughs> would you not shake yourself a bit? Do you think I, I the voodoo priestess has come? I've left your toy up there, so... <laughs> There's some pins under the bed. Great score. Yeah, the music's beautiful. No, Khaleesi. You must look in... Okay, I'll let you boys commentate on this scene. Is that the... Oh, that scene. Yeah. Finish a man. Oh. What was that phrase that's been been created for this series? Sex something, sex position. Was that it? No, exposition. Yes. Sex position. Exposition. And it's a great phrase. It's it's not quite wrong, is it? And she refused them all. Well, she sounds like an interesting woman. I, I don't think the Drago will like it with me on top. You will make him like it, Khaleesi. Men want what they've never had, and the Dothraki take slaves like a hound takes a bitch. Wow. <laughs> Are you a slave, Khaleesi? Amelia's at this point thinking, I'd like to be back in drama school. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Then don't make love like a slave. <laughs> Very good, Khaleesi. Out there, he is the mighty Cal. But in this tent, he belongs to you. I, I don't think that this is the Dothraki way. If he wanted the Dothraki way, 
Why did he marry you? There's a point, I'm not sure which episode uh, it occurs in, where Amelia's character goes from being a kind of... Uh, submissive. A submissive, naive girl to take control, putting this advice into practice. Oh. I think it's now. Could <laughs> <laughs> be. She's so... Mesmerizing to look at, Amelia. Okay. Here we go. Slightly frightened now. He's quite large. Oh! <laughs> Here's my horse's mane hair. Go to the gym, Jason. For go- I mean, God's nobody sake. wants to see that. Drink some wine or something. <laughs> Drink more wine. Drink more wine. <laughs> Have you ever lifted weights? See, again, this relationship obviously develops into something that is real love. And then, in the end, the episode where she humanely lets him go. And it's really moving and beautiful because we've seen them grow from, you know, a kind of awkward, strange relationship. There was a question from... I think it was a journalist who asked Amelia about... She said, is this just another, you know, kind of, a, you know, the Stockholm Syndrome? And it's actually a good point, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's where a, a captive will fall in love with their captor. Yeah. Because if you see, you know, in episode one, she is basically just given to this man who is just raping her. And now she falls for him. Again, he's quite ugly as well, so you'd probably think, oh. Oh, God, how can I deal with it, yeah. How can I look at you and your eyes? I believe it's a northern Inuit dog. Did you know, just those girls, just before, and the ride, those extras, I think they, they, those girls. Yeah. They appear so many times. (laughs) I think you can find them in several scenes in different outfits. It's like in Belfast, like, we need some girls who are willing to take the tops off. And those three appeared. He frightens me too. Wilco Johnson. Wilco. Also, Sophie was spectacular that last... She does a scene with Jack and it's blinding. She does some brilliant acting. Her character just becomes, I mean, such maturity. It was fantastic. Yeah. The turn of her character is also incredible at the end. It's a character that starts off kind of relatively wet, yeah. I suppose. And we have the Lannister charm. And she's exquisite to look at, Sophie. Absolutely. And she really brings it. It's, it's incredible. Away with you, dog. You're scaring my lady. I don't like to see you upset. The sun's finally shining. God, he's a charmer, isn't he, Jack? Come walk with me. Now, you two are 
this boy's parents. Are you happy with, you know, the way you raised him? <laughs> I think he is a very moral child. Yeah, I blame the mother. Father only lets us have one cup at feasts. My princess can drink as much as she wants. Yeah, get her drunk. <laughs> it's just wrong, isn't it? He's so great. Don't worry. You're safe with me. Let's see what kind of a little shit he is. Oh, come on, you're being harsh. <laughs> this is wonderful, too, just to show his absolute cowardice. What are you doing here? Go away. Your sister. And who are you, boy? Micah, my lord. He's the butcher's boy. He's my friend. A butcher's boy who wants to be a knight, eh? Pick up your sword, butcher's boy. Let's see how good you are. She asked me to, my lord. She asked me to. I'm your prince, not your lord. And I said, pick up your sword. It's not a sword, my prince. It's only a stick. And you're not a knight. Only a butcher's boy. That was my lady's sister you were hitting. Do you know that? Stop it! Arya, stay out of this! I won't hurt him. Much. <laughs> go on, Arya. Yeah, go on. Well, well deserved. <laughs> Come on, Maisie. Oh, hello. Oh. Yes. No. No. He's good, isn't he? So good. He's very good. I'll go back to the inn and bring help. Then go! Don't touch me. Everything in these stories has repercussions. Mm -hmm. Even the, the tiniest little thing can, can have a knock-on effect somewhere down the line. They'll kill you for what you did to Joffrey. Go on. I hope she meets Nymeria later. I don't know if she does. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's amazing. I mean, reading the first Game of Thrones, which was an amazing book, that world that George Martin created is just brilliant. And then also to see that, you know, Dan and David actually created this and it works. It really is amazing. It feels like an absolutely real world. I know, I know. 
everybody keeps evolving. Nobody sort of ends. It just, people just reveal and reveal. And it's just incredible. And surprise, all these surprises. She's been taken directly yeah. before the king. Who took her? The Lannisters found her. Right, get back. The queen ordered them to bring her straight to him. Back! Back to the end! Hold back! Oh, this is a good scene as well. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You hurt? No. I'm sorry. What is the meaning of this? Why was my daughter not brought to me at once? Maisie had got herself so worked up for this scene. She's so committed. It's incredible. to frighten the girl. But we need to get this business done quickly. Your girl and that butcher's Probably helped her that we were joking about soap on a rope. Actually, Mark, do you remember in the scene that I got a case of hysteria? Yeah. And at this point, I think I was literally thinking, I just need... A bulldog clip pinching my, so I can stop fucking giggling. I don't know what happens to me. I get overtired. I'm in a hot room for too long, and I just. He tells me one thing, she tells me another. It was the uh, Sean had spotted a scrubbing brush, which was a bit, a bit like a nail brush, like he had in bath. It was just the idea of Sean Bean doing his nails in the bath. Yeah, but what was better, what was more ridiculous than that was Sean, as he said. You know them things what you have. That you like and they smell nice, and we've got one of them, you know. Do you remember? He was talking about like a sort of potpourri candle as he had a bath. Doing his, scrubbing his nails. You light it when you have a bath, it's relaxing. And action. I was like, okay, no. I don't know. I don't remember. Everything happened so fast. I didn't see. Liar! Oh, that's good. Of course, then they were giggling. Oh, you're so evil. She's as wild as an animal of hers. I want her punished. What would you have me do? Whip her through the streets? Loving relationship between Cersei and Robert. Yeah. Joffrey will bear these scars for the rest of his life. You let that little girl <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Ned, see to it that your daughter's disciplined. I'll do the same with my son. Gladly, Your Grace. And what of the direwolf? What of the beast that savaged your son? Oh, marriage. I forgot the damned wolf. We found no trace of the direwolf, Your Grace. No. So be it. We have another wolf. What's what's wrong with you? <laughs> you will. <laughs> We need some blood. We need to kill. She'll be happier for it. He doesn't mean Lady, does he? No, no, not Lady. Lady didn't bite anyone. She's good! Lady wasn't there! You leave her alone! Stop them. Don't let them do it. Please, please, it wasn't Lady! Is this your command? Your Grace? Where is the beast? Chained up. Outside, Your Grace. Sir Ellen, do me the honour. No. Jury. I think the girl's to their rooms. See, you and Sean, you, Mark, your uh, 
King Robert and, and Eddard are kind of true brothers. This is what I mean, out of family, but everybody's... Yes. You know, there's such yeah. strong relationships. The North. She deserves better than a butcher. And I know there's something, you know, in Cersei that absolutely admires Eddard's morality. She doesn't understand it fully, but she... I think she's also jealous of his relationship with you. Possibly, yeah. I mean, it's that thing of they're, they're I guess they're sort of straight down the line. Yeah. What, you know, what, what they say they mean. But also that he listens to Ned, you know what I mean? He yes. He respects and listens to Ned. The butcher's boy. You rode him down. He ran. Not very fast. Oh, Micah. Again, Joffrey, you little shit. Mm -hmm. Take his pipe away. Oh, I hate this bit. <laughs> Quite a few people got upset about this, right? Quite rightly. Quite rightly. It's not so much that kid that was run down. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. But good acting by the, by the dog, though. But I don't know about you guys, but when I do a film or something, I have a very specific idea what it will be like when it's finished, but because of this being so big and such a huge cast, I had no idea until I actually saw the finished product, and then it's just been so much better than I could, could hope for. So many different elements of the, you know, of the story that, uh, that you're not involved in yourself, so to see it all, uh, yeah, all put together is uh, remarkable. I think that's what's so lovely is being able to enjoy it as a watcher, which I ne yeah. never do because there's so, like you say, seven thousand of us and so yeah. many pieces that you don't get to see and people you don't get to see work, and then you can sit yeah. and just enjoy it as a viewer. It's a real, real treasure. I love it. It's a treat. It's a treat, Mark Addy. <laughs> it is. You're a treat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so are you. I could have missed you. I actually, might cry. Oh, don't oh. cry. <laughs> We'll come to Belfast, me and Beanie. You bloody better. I'm holding you to that point. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but not a fight. All right. <laughs> Lena Heady saying goodbye. I hope you enjoyed it and can't wait to see you all for season two. Yeah, thanks very much for listening. Mark Addy here signing off from London. And Nikolai from Copenhagen. <laughs>